Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Cracker, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast. Folks, I'm in the state of Michigan, the greatest place ever. U of M won last night to beat Iowa 24-0. I think we are the number one seed. Uh, I guess I'm going to start backwards, all right? I was going to start politics, but you know what? I mean, I'm in the state of Michigan, and that's all we got to talk about is U of M winning and Jim Harbaugh have to uh, take a, uh, take the trophy away from the new CEO uh, president of the Big Ten. That was an awkward moment to hand over a trophy to the guy that you banned for three games and he ends up winning the Big Ten championship. That's fun, isn't it? Uh, besides that, uh, Michigan rode over Iowa in uh, – and I, you know, it, it was not a question. I, I guess. I mean, I guess you know what I would tell you that Michigan doesn't score a lot of points, and they may have a struggle with points against Alabama. Nope, not Alabama. Alabama won't be there, but Washington, uh, uh, Texas, or uh, who, who am I thinking of? Uh, yeah, either Washington, Texas, not Oregon, maybe, or maybe Oregon, or Florida State. Um, but I guess that's about it. I want to talk about that because I, I don't want to make this into a sports podcast as far as I can, as possible as I can. I will say that Sports Illustrated made a big old boo-boo about making uh, uh, Deion Sanders the sports Sportsman of the sports person of the year, and his team is like four and four and a or his team is not winning no more. He he put hollered, he made his sons into a um a commercial uh for uh, for Amazon or Walmart or whatever the advertisement is for his two sons or even maybe Amazon Prime, but. Can we all just say that's kind of BS that that Deion Sanders is the sports uh, person of the year? His team didn't win anything, and they're not going to be in a bowl game. He had all these transfers come in, and and what do you see? No production. Okay, all the hype of a bad coach in a BS mouth, and when you star quarterback is your son and your son can't uh, develop any better at Colorado and you still have him uh, start that's kind of I mean I think he's hurting his kids uh, prudential as a NFL player because what you see is what you get so do I think sports uh, do I think sports illustrated is Incorrect? Of course I do. They're just bullshitters. So, uh, Sports Illustrated, who watches that, who listens to that, who who reads that magazine? It's not in the ni- it's not not the 1990s or early 2000s before the internet took over. So, I feel like Sports Illustrated is really outdated, and I'm surprised they haven't uh, done anything to let's say. Put this, put themselves on, on the internet as a podcast or a news broadcast about sports, but 
Forget about it, right? Forget about it. So, I'm not going to talk about the Detroit Lions because that's not why I really wanted to talk about politics. So, over about four days ago, uh, Israel and Hamas had a ceasefire. Uh, they extended it for seven days. Uh, Israel um, freed roughly 104 uh, hostages. No, I'm sorry. Israel freed 240 hostages. 230, 240 hostages. Palestinian hostages. And then uh, Palestinians only freed about 104 Jewish or the Jewish population of the hostages. So that's something to talk about. That's somewhat progressive, I guess. But I really don't know if it's really great for uh, the war in itself because now they're back at shooting rockets at each other. Uh, Israel uh, made an informative uh, suggestion for all people to leave the southern parts of Gaza and you know more devastation however if you look around the world you look at germany look at um even parts of our uh, ireland even parts of uh london england uh there are a lot of pro palestinian uh um people who are running through the streets and it's interesting to see this because even though it, even though England was one of those countries that they would have immigrants from other countries to work in their in their land now they're overpopulated by people who are not white who are not uh not Roughly in their parliament, um, I do think that their prime minister is Indian, but he's not Palestinian. But a lot of uh, I've seen it on TikTok where a lot of uh, the English folks are uh, going back into their country and renaming it or reconquering it and pushing back. Uh, the the Palestinians, Iranian, uh, Islamic uh, people. Uh, I do think that's kind of funny because in America we have that same thing, but we don't have the same problems, I guess. I mean, look at Germany. Look at Germany. Germany is that country that never liked the Jews, don't like brown people, don't like uh, people who are of coming in from Syria or other parts around the world to to escape uh, not Hamas but uh, cruelty among other Muslim groups who abuse women or children or or have lavish laws against women and children and they're running wild in in Germany and I don't care what anybody says. I really do think that the Germans really don't. One thing, they don't care about the NFL. They don't care about integrating with 
brown people. It could be Latinos. It can be Indians. It could be uh, people from the Middle East or Iran or or even Chinese or anybody. I just don't think they are into that. I don't think they have any desire to to coexist with other cultures, and it is quite associated with the fact that they didn't want to associate with the Jews. All right? I mean, believe it or not, in real life, most people do not get along with other people, the other cultures, and other belief systems. And what I always said this, and I will always repeat this, is that you take care more of the people that look like you, act like you, talk to like you, than you do than other people that you may feel like you should help, but you don't because you're not there for other cultures and other races. That is inhumane to talk about, inhumane to speak about. <coughs> but it's a true, honest thing. And the Germans and the Jews, they, well, the Germans blame the Jews for not integrating Jewish businesses with the Germans after World War II. So they used the Jews as an excuse for for their uh, problems at World War II and World War One and their debt that they had to pay. I don't think it would matter if the Jewish community hired a bunch of Germans to work for them or with them they would have never been able to pay that, uh, pay that fine from World War 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 One. So now would they have this issue about people from the Middle East in their homeland? And to tell you the truth, I I think this is what makes United States so awesome, is the fact that they are able to, to to uh, adapt to different cultures, different life, and different things in, this in, in itself. I do think that we have better laws to protect freedom of speech, but we have laws to protect the obviously uh, words or demonstrations that will uh, harm the population. For example, uh, for a while, there's a huge, huge... Palestinian gathering of support for the Palestinians in the, in colleges they were promoting that and you know it's just something that you just don't do and then what would happen in America is then they would um, talk these demonstrations Palestinians demonstrations will would uh, show uh, their dissatisfaction towards the Jews and that and those laws in America or those uh, those groups are being shut down properly because they spread hate towards people regardless who they are regardless if you're Palestinian and you don't like the Jewish community or the Christian community you can't to demonstrate hate speech or you cannot demonstrate how much you hate somebody and how much you want to kill somebody we do not allow the Ku Klux Klan to do that towards the Jews or Muslims or Christians. Well,
the Ku Klux Klan is more Christian based, but in reality, they they demonstrate their uh, love to be white, and they will do anything or say anything to to uh, to discriminate against anything that are not part of the our uh, Aryan people. But that is something that we in America in our Constitution we understand the Bill of Rights and how we write them up, and we 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 just understand that there's ways to to adjust to the problems of the world. We just do. We we have a ability to 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 help people in different cultures and set them up so they feel comfortable in their own environment. Dearborn, Michigan is now an Islamic Muslim community and to be honest with you I think it's a great for Muslims. Other people in in uh, Detroit area probably would tell you they don't like that idea. And and the reason for that is because America is based on Christian faith, and the Christian faith doesn't really have room for Jew, uh, Judaism, but it doesn't have room for Islam, but. The Constitution is to separate church from state, church from religion, or religion from religion from state. And the reason why we do that so that everyone have a possibility to live in their own peace of mind about who and what God they want to believe in, or what prophet they want to believe in, as long as as long as they don't demonstrate hate towards. Um, uh, any other religious groups so and uh, but I do think that America is is learning from the mistakes in the past with Great Britain Great Britain you were a, a Protestant and you were not Catholic you'll be persecuted and there's no reason to be persecuted for your beliefs and for Dearborn, Michigan, to be part of an Islam Muslim group, I think that sets the the mo of what I've always said. You take care of who you are and what you look like and what you belong to better than if you were forced to integrate with people that you're not familiar or or you don't have background of the same type of cultures and. The Dutch do it in Holland. The Dutch do it in, in Jenison. Um, the Christian Dutch, the Christian Hollanders do the same thing. They integrate with each other. Blonde hair, blue eyed people integrate with each other, and they they may not be uh, great Christians, but they have a form of understanding that their appreciation towards each other is granted for their belief system and is granted by the constitution that they choose to live among other dutch and other polish and other uh, european american community and by doing that you allow peace and what they i keep telling you or hoping for is that they develop better communities for the black community not just the integrate cities of old Detroit where you have a bunch of poor people 
and roughly poor people who are black who don't have a job and crime rates are very high. Same thing in parts of Chicago. Crime rates are very high because the black community of all the people in America are still in some ways set behind. And you can blame the white man, you can blame the government, you can blame the their own black community, but there needs to be a change within that change. There's no reason to keep quoting Dr. King and he made speeches about about equal rights and talked about I want my kids to be judged by their character, not by the color of their skin. Well, they too, their own people, their own black community people should do that as well. Based on character, not based on uh, skin tone. Um, but that's something that, you know, it mind boggles me that, that, that it seems as though the black community ignores subconsciously I feel like consciously I feel like subconsciously they know that they should be doing things the same way of Malcolm X or the same ways of uh, Dr. Kane or even Frederick Douglass that they need to educate themselves they need to uh, form each other and how to improve their environment their space uh, set rules by example for each other create communities of People working within the same community of becoming a, a firefighter, a police officer, a, 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 a doctor, a medical, or RN. And those communities need to be developed as successful as the Dutch white America or, the, or any Muslim American or Jew, a Jewish America or anything that's possible. And I didn't. No, I've said this before, and a lot of people who are listening to this or who will be listening to this, you know, for someone like me who's Colombian but white, raised in a Dutch community, would assume that I'm just being racist, and they don't, and they assume that I don't understand what's going on. Well, I do understand what's going on to a certain extent. You, the people, are allowing themselves to 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 allow the government dictate their wealth by doing that is that you the black community and among the white community poor white America is doing this now as well they're allowing that they're allowing that the uh, the government to pay for their child support pay for their section A housing their uh, DHS uh, food stamps um, not really understanding that uh, some form of education takes you a lot further than than uh, than any game or sport event that you're going to enjoy in elementary or as a little kid, and your hopes and dreams of becoming a pro athlete are small but limited. But I think that's the focus of a lot of a lot of African America in poor communities is that they focus on on being something that roughly isn't really going to happen it's to become an athlete and that's something that that being an athlete is something that people should not really think of to be 
is something that they should look forward to if they're a good athlete. It should be something that they are participating to for their degrees and all that in, in itself. And a lot of people who are listening to this or will listen to this are probably going to say, well, this guy is a kind of a jerk. What if, what if sports is my way ticket? Well, that's fine if you're good at it, but you can get hurt. You could, you could be cut off your team. Your situation could be part of a problem where, where no one's going to want to on your team because you're not a team player. Or you're just not that, you just don't have that chemistry with a coach. So things could end your career. And it doesn't always have to be a career-ending scenario of breaking your knee or ACL injuries or, or Achilles being torn or a freak accident on the court or the football field. It could just be that your coaches and the other players don't like you. And, and I think I think one of the things I I want America uh, I want to address is that my life as a disabled person I'd be delusional if I was gonna be a pro athlete I'd be delusional if I was gonna be a an awesome guitarist with only one hand I mean it, it just to be honest with you if I were to say stuff like that and act like I was gonna become a professional athlete. My parents would have put me in a, in a in a institution where adult people live in a, in a group home setting, and then I would be a part of, among other adult people with but severely mentally ill or unstable state of minds. So, and I think that even poor white America does the same thing about oh the government's going to pay for my. DHS food stamps or I got six kids or three kids and the government's going to give me a paycheck for every kid that I have and I'm going to get whatever I need from the government and I just think that's probably one of the worst ways to live your life to to be retired without even participating and being successful or not even trying to be successful so Going from that, we got some good news here in Detroit, I guess. We got the first Detroit Electric Road. It's going to be a road that's capable of wirelessly charging electric vehicles. So it'd be like a quarter of a mile, and it'd be for uh, experiment purposes. And the technology will run a magnetic... Uh, presence underneath the road and the copper coils will be placed under the road creating a magnetic uh, field which induces the, the electric battery of the car that is going that is running through the road so and they're trying to do this so that people will start to go to electric vehicles instead of a fuel cars for the nation so the whole nation someday they think that they can put coil underneath the road to create magnetic electricity so when your car is going on that road the battery will be charging 
as you're on the road. So this is a technology that Nicholas Tesla, uh, the real scientist himself, created in, a, in another, um, uh, for other reasons. But I've been told that the coil or the battery of the car, the LG battery of the car, you have to use the same type of material to make fuel. Now, I could be wrong too, but I don't know what this means for the world. I just don't know if America or the world really wants to go away from a gas pedal car. Because, but you know what? A lot of people who are in their 20s don't even drive cars. A lot of the youth don't even try to get a driver's license because it's not important. Uh, a lot of the youth can claim they can't afford it because they don't work. And so the only people who are going to be able to afford it are the wealthy. And I don't know how uh, a car like Tesla, not associated with Nicholas Tesla, but it was named after Nicholas Tesla by Elon Musk. But in, but uh, I just don't see why people, well, I do see in the future that people will drive electric cars because by 2035, I think GM and Ford are associated towards moving away from uh, fuel engine uh, cars. So, so I guess we got to uh, 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 wait for that technology to progress in Detroit. I do wish that Detroit would encourage those battery uh, uh, warehouses to go back to Detroit and not somewhere in Big Rapids. I think that, again, I've said this before in my podcast, uh, about six months ago, um, the Asian company who are in charge of making batteries uh, wanted to buy land and somewhere in Big Rapids. And by buying land, they'll own that land, and then the Chinese will own land, but will, will create jobs for the people in that district, in that county. However, country folks don't want a, a, a large battery-based building, uh, car engine battery warehouse in the country. That's why they don't live in the city. That's what the cities are for. Cities are for that reason. And it's suspicious to me that they're trying to buy land that they can't, that they want to own. But in reality, they should be making a contract with Ford, GM, and Chrysler to build a plant in Detroit. And that... And to be honest with you, if they did that, they couldn't own Detroit because Detroit's owned by America, by Michigan. But the land that's in Big Rapids is not owned by anybody, just by the people. And that, to me, is suspicious. So, hopefully, hopefully they figure out, well, I think that our governor should really look at those laws and say, why are we selling land to the Chinese just so the Chinese make a profit. That doesn't make any sense to me. All right. Uh, other news. 
Oh, yeah. I guess we're going to leave it at one more news. Russia bans LBGTQ plus movement. And it seems as always that the Russian Justice Ministry accepts cues and absurd unnamed organizations of inciting social and religion uh, discard. Uh, critics are scared that bipartisan restrictions to the LBGTQ plus that the the gay community will be in prison for extending a lot of time for being gay. And to be honest with you, if if President Putin and the country has always been against the LBGTQ plus, I don't understand why. Uh, if you're a Russian and if you're gay, why do you still live in Russia? Because they're never going to change. It's an Orthodox Christian base. So they're going to believe in the Christian base in a conservative way that they do not want to extend their hands to homosexuality or bisexuality or lesbian sexuality or any, or any transgender personality. They're just not going to change because it's always been their policy. It is not part of their constitution to to accept different cultures and different uh, belief systems and different sexualities. They just don't believe that. And not to say that there are not any homosexuals in uh, in uh, Russia, but to me, I think it's just kind of dumb that if you live in Russia and you're uh, uh, you're for homosexuals that you live there, but I do think I do think that um, I do think that maybe Russia is a bit old, and it's a conservative country, and they have still have problems with Kiev and Ukraine, and they always will have problems with you. They always will have problems with Ukraine because Ukraine is part of Russia, old Russia. And Kiev is part of the old country that is not Russia or not Ukraine. It's just an older version of what that land used to be. So you're not going to change things. You just don't have to change things. You're never going to have to change anything. So remember that. There's no reason for anyone to, to get pissed off and frustrated for the Russians not believing in a, a, in a lifestyle that they've never believed in. And you know, you know, it sounds very like anti, anti LBGTQ, but I'm not here to make people happy. I'm not here to make people, uh, I'm just trying to give you the honest truth. And I think that's what news needs to be more, the honest truth. And, and I don't, I don't criticize or for the Russian community or their Justin Justice Ministry, or or uh, or their um, uh, or their justice system to back backfire on the LBGTQ. I mean, if ninety five or ninety eight percent of Russia is Caucasian, they would they too would have issues with uh, integrating with brown people. Not to saying that people can't change, but they always will have problems integrating. And remember, when I say this, 
I say this in the bottom of my heart. Detroit used to be an all-Caucasian community. So during the height of the auto industry, a lot of black Americans from the South moved to Detroit to get away from the South. But what happened is that they, is that Detroit became very divided after work hours. So after work hours, it was the East and the West of Detroit. One side was black America and one side was white America. And to be honest with you, Henry Ford didn't like Jews and didn't like integrating with black folks either. So Henry Ford, the guy who is a, who started the Ford uh, company and created, well, he really didn't, he didn't really create the, he didn't really create the automobile, um, what do you call it, of uh, the assembly line. It was basically the Germans that started that, but America made that popular. Henry Ford did. But, but to be honest with you, America has always been a very divided country. But we have laws to protect people from inhumane ways of living lives. We don't, we can't kill somebody or prison somebody because they're gay or they're not white or not black enough or, I mean, but America has law. I mean, I'll tell you what, America is a lot further along than a lot of these other countries who are now have to integrate people, different cultures, and different belief systems, and in different ways of life. That we really are. We keep to ourselves. We don't try to force people to change. Our politicians are kind of crazy. Oh, speaking of politician, I got at least talking about uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Santos, a uh, representative of New York. Of New York State, and it sounds like the House vote voted on uh, uh, George Santos. He was kicked out of the Congress. He was expelled from Congress for money laundry, for wire fraud, and twenty-three accounts of 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 lying to his constituents of where the money was going to. So, there you go. But, it'd be nice if we actually follow the law for everyone. So maybe George Santos was not a very likable man. And maybe he was always a sneaky man. But you know what's funny is that there's no way that he's the only one that did what he did. There's no way that he, uh, that other people, other people of of his uh of his character have done the same thing but they didn't get prosecuted or they won't get prosecuted in the future it's because they're likable santos is not likable people do not like santos so that's why he's been prosecuted that's why he was kicked out of congress he made things a lot difficult he let he his he let his trail of deceptiveness deception and right in front of everyone's face other politicians don't do that 
they they leave their stuff very very um uh, uh quiet they don't they're not obvious but our government needs to go after all these people who are who are cheating the system or cheating American people's tax money. That's what they really need to do. Please, someone tell me that they did to do that. Please. Because that would make their life, our life would be a lot easier if our government prosecuted other people in Congress for illegal transactions. And you know what? I'm, I got to ask you this, folks. How is it, how is it, how is it that our Dow, our uh, stock market was going up in the last three or four days? And we have a high interest rates. Houses are billion dollars or $350,000 for a, a house that used to be only about 210000 And car interest rates are super high, like 7.0% as well. I don't know how that works, but. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to ramble on. Uh, I want to try to do this every Sunday, but I'm not going to air it this late. I'm going to try to air it Sunday morning at 9 or 8 or, or 10 o'clock because, because I want to uh, be able to, to just not talk about sports, but politics and life. Uh, if there's any other news, I will always bring it up. Uh, when I talk about news, I'm going to talk more about with Ron. Uh, Parley, Sean, and I will be back on air sometime or soon about talking about Sunday afternoon games. But uh, peace and love. Thank you, Apple. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, all those other um, broadcasters or uh, platforms that are um, distributing my uh, podcast Podbean. Thank you to doing this live. Um, it's very helpful to learn how to do this. And I, again, if you haven't looked up, look at me up. I'm gonna have stickers out there. I'm gonna try to make this more uh, informative. But I'm not gonna be the smartest man in the world. But I want to be able to do my job as best as I can. Uh, peace, love. And uh, just get along with each other. Take care of each other, folks. Life's too short to not to take care of each other. All right, I'm out.